welcome in and thank you for joining us. It is Tuesday, September 28th on another episode of the Red Rock Sports Podcast. Sitting in in the captain's chair for Jared all today, I am Connor Holzkamp. Oh, wow. Yeah. He is the captain now. going to steer this (laughs) ship right. Connor is the captain now. (laughs) To my right, sports betting extraordinaire, Tyler Walgie. Hello. It's all put a morning to you, mate. And across, gracing us with his presence here from around the world in the producer's chair. I'm back. Nick Sopris. How are you doing, again. Nick? I wasn't back, and then I got back, and then I became not back, and I'm back. So back, you're back. You're back. We had a bet uh, oh, a couple no. of shows ago. Where in the world is Nick Sopris? We like to play this occasionally when Nick goes out of town and I fill in. And I guess <laughs> we, we did closest to the hole for where you went. Oh, okay? close to the hole. So I'm definitely losing no matter what. Any sort of golf term, <laughs> no, sport, I'm no. immediately uh, the furthest away. We did this for where you went. Mm. So I guess San Diego, Jared guessed Las Vegas, and where did you guess? I guess Boston. He guessed Boston. Nick, where did you go? I was in Mexico. Oh, uh, so San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Well, well, it could it's, actually be it's uh, a Las Vegas, depending on where. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. I definitely have booked a flight. Ooh, uh, we got to pull this up. Oh, we we got to see where you no. went. No, no, Jer- right. Jer- shows over. Shows geography. over. <laughs> Let's just pretend that it's San Diego. Whoever chose San Diego was half truth. Um, I did have a, uh, a, a bachelor okay. uh, party uh, immediately afterwards. So five o'clock out the door of my resort in Mexico had my bus picking me up at 510 and okay. naturally I'm completely <laughs> across the resort from where they picked me up I've never sprinted that fast in 10 minutes or less so I gave the guy a $3 tip that's how good it was can we hear about the story or do we have stories do we have I mean whenever you go <laughs> not to acceptable for air Mexico <laughs> and then San Diego there's got to be at least a st- one story in there. Well, so there's always the guy, right? So you're in mm. Mexico, and there's always you the guy. weren't that guy. No, I wasn't the guy. Okay, at least but you I knew the guy. guy. <laughs> I knew of the guy. His name was Keith from Texas. First degree burns in the form of a sunburn, <gasps> completely oh, all over his body. So brutal. Oh. And I I can't remember if it's called forty three or forty eights. Uh, it's some sort of orange liqueur. Uh, I told I told I told my wife. I said, look, I can't get drunk tonight. I got a flight early in the morning. Can we please just go to a lovely dinner, right? Maybe sit on the beach, talk about life, you know, things like that. And what you like to do. And then along comes goddamn Keith with his 43 or 48 liqueur. Uh Uh-huh. He's doing front flips in the pool. Naturally, he's hilarious. Uh, So we hung out with 45-year-old Keith for... Till one is in the morning. Keith, is Keith the real name, or are we protecting the identity here? We would never protect Keith. Keith's <laughs> <identity>. <laughs> so it's Keith. Okay. We had a good time, though. It was fun. And he got sunburned. Uh, first degree burns. Had See, to have been. That, that's appealing. what happens to me. Yeah, I you're, am you're real pasty. I am translucent. Yeah, all right. It's like it. on a Space Jam. What does Bill Murray say? No, no, no. Le- or what is Larry's George not say? white. Larry's clear. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what happens to me. I, when I was probably 15, I went to uh, California with my family. Got so burned. I had blisters all over my chest. It was mm. bad. So I can relate to Keith. Un- Keith, I'm right there with you, buddy. You know, the thing about Keith is you could, you could, he was peeling. He was peeling. Oh, and like in gross. Goldmember, I was nervous that he had a skin box. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Hey, I think, I think we're going to stop that story where we're at. Uh, I want more. I want oh, more off no, the No, no, no. We, we, we don't need any of that. So, uh, hey, long pod. live Keith. Yeah, hey, bonus, bonus pod. <laughs> Nick's stories from San Diego. Oh, goodness. All right. Hey, folks, we do got a good, good uh, show for you today. We're going to talk a little bit of Broncos. Your 3-0 first place Denver Broncos. Just, yes, thank you. There we go. Putting a whip down on the Jets. Um, then we're going to go uh, a little bit. There's a NFL record that has been held by a Denver Bronco that was absolutely shattered this weekend. We're going to get a little bit into that. Okay. We're going to do some stat of the week action. I love it. For I, you. I love okay. stat of the week. Uh, there was a waiver move made today by the Broncos, so we'll just touch on that a little bit what it might mean champions are one on waivers oh there you go uh then we're gonna go a little In bit fantasy so then we're gonna finish up with a little bit of nuggets uh the nuggets made a move to sign a key player and kind of build their foundation so we'll talk a little bit of nuggets and if we have time at the end we'll go whiskey of the month we might have to push that oh, to next wow. week we'll see We'll see. Last thing, that's just what I want to talk about. Alcohol. I know. So, perfect. <laughs> Jared, Jared might be a little upset if we would well, do that without him. But Jared's hey, we'll classier see. than I am. He's, yeah. a, he's a whiskey guy himself, and Nick may want to puke, so All we'll right. see. Well, there you go. So, hey, first off, Broncos are 3-0 and for the first time since 2016. Okay. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has taken this job and ran with it so far. Amazing. Granted, I understand the three games are not against great teams, but, hey, this is the NFL – that defense 
blanked the Jets. Anytime you can blank an NFL team, I don't even care who you are. That is impressive. You're is that doing good? So, you're doing something right. And as I've said since the day one of training camp and all along, Teddy Bridgewater is the right starting quarterback for this team. <laughs> <laughs> so, naturally. Uh, naturally. Yeah, yeah. naturally. Uh, clearly been you. Anyways, uh, hey. This is impressive. Uh, it's great. It's great in Broncos country. Great feeling in Broncos country. I'm going to throw this to Tyler Walgie right here. What, what are your thoughts? What stuck out to you about this? And more importantly, what can we take as fans from this 3-0 start with these opponents? I mean, it doesn't matter who you play. It matters how you look. That's what I think. It's the NFL, right? There's obviously this slate of horrible teams we've gotten one after another. Very bad schedule so far. But as long as the Broncos win like they have, and it's not close at the end, field goal to win, I, I, I'm I think it's it's all positive right now. So three and zero, everything's great right now for the Broncos. But I, I think that there's a certain level of let's pump the brakes, you know, because I was the biggest Teddy advocate. I came on your guys' show a couple times, to filling in whatever. Yeah, the last other, month other or than so. me. Yeah, exactly. Well, shut revisionist up. history. You have baby. not you. Hey, revisionist hey. history is yeah, yeah. the best history. Prove it. <laughs> I mean, the, the prove it is just uh, scroll down nah, on your phone yeah, and you go listen yeah, like we'll six shows ago. Listen to every yeah. show. But, All right. I, Teddy is grading out as one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So I think that's an overreaction to how good he can be. I think he's going to come back and watch all the Drew Lock apologists after one bad game. It's going to be all. See, I told you. I told you. I mean, I, I looked on Twitter, Facebook, old man Facebook. I know. I'm still on Facebook. Gross. Instagram. People are still... There's a lot of people out there saying they still made the wrong decision, being the Broncos. I, I don't believe in Teddy. This is all for nothing. I, I read one comment, and again, it's probably some dope in his basement, but I just read one comment said... Champion, uh, conference championship or bust. This is all for nothing. And it reminded me of some of the conversations we've had on here. That yeah. That's sort of the, see, the, the see, bar that people put. I see some of those tweets too, Tyler. I don't think that's representative of some the of majority are, are, of fans. I think some of those are Connor's one of his 35 mm -hmm. burner accounts. Yeah, yeah, that must be it. I don't have a single burner account, actually. That's that. what someone with a burner account would say. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what someone right, with a burner right. account would say. <laughs> I don't think that's representative of the majority of Broncos country. But yeah, I've seen that too. There, There's these... <laughs> These nut jobs out here that, for whatever reason, they just can't even be positive about what Teddy Bridgewater has shown so far. Right. It's kind of wild to me, but hey, you know what? Right now is about the positive. We'll get into some of these negative aspects and pumping the brakes later. Nick, what did you see that you liked today, or what? What do you think about this three zero start? Can it can it mean anything? Can we take anything from this? How much should we temper our expectations? Um, I think. You know, my takeaway, and I've said this previously, um, you had to win the first three games, right? It was set up for us to get mm. some mojo, I guess. For me, uh, what sticks out, regardless of who plays well, who doesn't play well, is energy. Um, you watch the Broncos play. You can tell there's just a different flow and energy to the game. Obviously, we can get into the fact that, you know, certain guys look good. Certain, you know, Javante Williams looks really good. We can all agree. That's obvious. I just, for me, it's all about the energy. And as we look at the schedule, Baltimore banged up. We could win there. We play Pittsburgh in two weeks. We could beat Pittsburgh. Can we beat the, you know what I mean? So um, definitely pump the brakes. Uh, but I, word of the day for me would be energy. It's well, fun. They're fun to watch. Well, and Connor said, you know, we'll hold on on the pump the brakes. But I do just want to clarify. I did mean specifically for Teddy doing as well as he did. So I think the Broncos could be good. I mean, we said this before. I said this before the season. I mean, they, I think they're going to make the playoffs, be, be a contender in the AFC. That's the tough thing, though, is the AFC West is elite. I mean, it's every good, team, although, hey. Can I just say, don't we all love seeing the Chiefs at one and two in the bottom <laughs> yeah, of the AFC awesome, West? Yeah. How do you not love this right now? The the Broncos are on the top and the Chiefs are on the dead last. I mean, that will not last. I can almost guarantee it. But hey, I'm going to ride this wave while it's happening. I mean, I love it. I love it. Man. I mean, and this this is also obvious, you know, Broncos are playing well, but you know, we can argue about wanting like a franchise quarterback, but Patrick Sertan looks pretty good. Obviously, Justin Fields didn't have the most memorable um, sort of intro, but again, I mean, it, it seems like the Broncos at least have a plan and, and are sticking to it. So. Oh yeah, Justin Fields look garbage, but he's not. <laughs> he What's he supposed to look like? It's yeah, his first I, yeah, start. That's fair enough. And on the road and I to, mean, to just to be a, a little bit fair. My line was terrible. His line was just atrocious that day. Yeah, uh, but some of it was holding the ball too long. But I mean, the Neither reason why you're there. drafting what you know right. where they did is because right, right, you don't right. have a great team. But yeah, no doubt. So if we drafted Justin Fields, we wouldn't expect a, the same season. The expectations would change. But right. Teddy can get us to. Hey man, I am aboard the Teddy Two Gloves train. He is 
making me a little bit nervous. My my tushy, a little nervous of getting tattooed mm. on that bet mm. that I made on the air here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the Broncos make the <laughs> AFC <laughs> Championship <laughs> game, I believe. I can't uh, wait for it. Anyways, I do. Uh, speaking of Teddy Bridgewater, I think it's time for our stat of the week. Oh, okay. Stat of the week. Stat of the week. Stat of the week. Every time. <laughs> it's right. just so on key. <laughs> so Ted, Teddy Bridgewater obviously has started looking great against three subpar teams, but great. 3-0 record, obviously tied for best in the NFL. Amazing. 76.8% completion percentage is good for number one in the NFL. Wow. Is that good? 116.4 quarterback rating, which is good for fifth best in the NFL. His QBR is good for third best in the NFL. Jesus. And he has zero interceptions, which is obviously tied for fewest in the NFL. Right now, to your point, Tyler, Teddy Bridgewater is looking like he is playing his best football since he was with the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, he's... Maybe even matching the Vikings. Granted, we'll have to see what happens. So That's why they're looking amazing. I'm telling you, man, this is this was the reason. I, but I, I want to be careful because I don't want to... I bet you thought I was going to take my rounds and say, hey, we told you so. <laughs> Just like, hold on, everyone. But I mean, right now, if you look at Pro Football Focus, I got some of their grades pulled up. He's grading currently offense, total offense, rush, pass, fumble, everything that, that uh, they incorporate. Uh, the fifth best quarterback right now in the NFL. It goes Tom Brady one, Ryan Tannehill two. That Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Kirk Cousins three, David Carr four, Teddy Bridgewater five. So... That's good, but look at that top five. That's probably not going to be the same top five at the, the end no, of the year. No, certainly so not. So let's, you know. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you know, it's also, you know, I don't even, I, I hate bringing it up, bringing it up but uh, you know, we want to do remember that in 2016 was the last time the Broncos started 3-0. Don't do this. They actually went 4-0 that year. Don't do this. With Trevor right. Simeon, and then ended up 9-7 and and missed the playoffs. So I, I don't see that happening. I trust Teddy Bridgewater more than I trust Trevor Simeon in, in that year. But hey, man, it's a, it's a long battle. It's more than just three weeks. But I'm just excited. I just want to keep this thing rolling. Watch it. It's been so long. It feels like since the Broncos have given us a product on the field that just was that got us excited. You know, there's no reason that the Broncos theoretically couldn't be five and zero or six and zero based on this based on the schedule. 100%. I mean, I mean, they're winnable games. We'll just Baltimore's going to be tough. I mean, look, we're Baltimore's banged up, but so are we. Right. You know, a couple guards. So. There's going to be issue, and that's it. And we're at also home. Also, the thing, it, well, that's we're at home. That's true. But a lot of this is going to come down to who stays healthy, right? And a lot of that's luck. So, but I mean, look, you're right, Nick. Uh, Ravens next week. Steelers after that. Raiders. Raiders are going to be tough. Hmm. Um, even in you know Denver. Browns though. But still, I mean, we're we're going game by game here. But Broncos are a lot better, I think, than most people in Denver or or Colorado thought. And yep. like we also said before the season, things change, right? So the Broncos rating changes with other teams rating. So the idea of, you know, I remember Connor texted me before the season started, said, you know, what road games, we were just kind of having a conversation, what road games do you see them winning? And my point was, who knows? Because things, our ratings going to go up, other teams ratings are going to go down, like right. Pittsburgh and us. That's good. That's a completely different line than it was before the season started. Now, Tyler here, as, as you guys, as listeners will know, is a professional sports better. Uh, part of what, you do, Tyler. I think you could, you could probably explain it better than I do, but uh, a piece of the puzzle for how you end up betting on sports games is you end up making a you know statistics-based power ranking of each team. And the NFL, you're, I know you're doing this here. Uh, so this is not... Your power rankings based on these statistics has nothing to do with opinions whatsoever, right? It's- uh, well, unfortunately, because sometimes I get these and I run it and I see my ratings and I'm like, no, that team shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. You know, but, but it kind of is. But generally it is. speaking, it's a, it's a statistic based. I mean, it is a statistic it's based all model. Stats. It's yeah. all stats. Yeah, so but, yeah. I asked Tyler to come on here. I'm, I'm just curious. I have not heard the answer to this before. So I want to know. Uh, I asked him to bring his power rankings because I was really curious to see where he had the Broncos sitting after three weeks in the NFL. Uh, I have Denver number 11 in the NFL. Number 11. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's fair. Uh, to quantify it, I have Denver. And, and you said it's a piece of the puzzle. This is a big piece of the puzzle. A lot of what I do comes down to this number. And then once you get this number, there's other intangibles you have to bring into account. For instance, if you have a new head coach, uh, how do you incorporate that? That doesn't show up in numbers. If, uh, uh, you know, 
I'm not going to give away you know too many things, but that's how you do it, right? There's other okay. non-quantifiable things you have to kind of bring into account after these numbers. Mm-hmm. But these numbers get you a lot, a, a good amount of the way there. And I do publish them. Can I give a quick plug for my other podcast? Oh, we love plugs. Oh yeah, uh, it's called the Sharp Angle Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Sharp Angle Pod. Uh, and I'll post occasionally, probably twice a month or so, these ratings. So you can use them yourself. Mm. And it's a very simple addition, subtraction system once it's all done. I mean, and, and so, very nice. Isn't it very similar to how they, again, in, in a very macro sense, determine lines and initiate and create lines? Exactly. Like yeah, that? this is very similar to how they do it. So, I mean, we're I think I'm doing it a very similar way to the hell sports books do it. Right. Yeah, de- so, definitely check out Tyler's podcast. He, uh, If you ever want to be a better sports better absolutely listen to this podcast he will teach you he, he focuses more on teaching you the skills required to help you beat the book yeah uh, and just a reminder too while we're here this is a woos media podcast and the sharp angle our podcast and several others uh, i know tyler does a buffs nation podcast could all be found uh, check out woosmedia.com that's w-o-o-z-e media.com yeah and again mine is called the sharp angle and uh every day every single day all right so the way this works is this is a simple, this is as simple as you can get, especially easy to understand for the audience. It's how many points better or worse than average are you? So an average NFL team, and this is always moving, right? It's not average right. based the on... Line is, it's the, line aver- is not, the line is static, or it, not static. Ex- exactly. So every single year, it's kind of a floating, what's the best team this year? Okay. So it's always going to be represented as a zero. This year, the closest team we have to average is either New England or Pittsburgh. So that's going <laughs> to average like this year, okay? So yeah. far, so far. But it, well, as Mind of you. today. Right, I mean, this is today. if they play right now. Um, when we're recording on the 28th of September. So how many points better or worse than average are you? The Broncos are currently 2.1. So they're 2.1 points better than average. Okay. Okay. All right. But this is the NFL. And there's a lot of teams right there in the middle of the league. And and I think we all know this watching every week. I mean, how often do you watch an NFL weekend? I can't believe this happened. Can't believe that happened. Can't believe that happened. It's like, well, when you do have maybe a system like this and you can look how close all these teams are, you understand that the NFL is very... I mean, there's obviously huge sports fans are going, yeah, you idiot, we know. But a lot of people out there, you know, the NFL is super, super close with a lot of these teams in the middle. So the Broncos are close to eight, eight, eight or seven, I, or they're close to the average. I think that's reasonable. When I look at the uh, the much more subjective power rankings from around the different media outlets, uh, I've seen as as high as nine from but the those big are ones. Such no, no, they're so, no, but they're oh, you, oh, you mean so Stephen bad. A. Smith's power or rankings yeah, aren't yeah, accurate? Or like, or like Fox Sports. Or like, the, so or like the ESPN staff picks, right? Um, but, but I've seen them in between nine and 16. Uh, I tend to just kind of think of what your, your opinion of 11, not your opinion, your model of, ele- of 11th. Uh, I trust it a lot more than those subjective picks. And I think that's about right right now. At this point in the season, I think it's fair to say they have dominated their opponents I mean, all you can do is is knock down the pins in front of you, right? I mean, to no. a certain extent. Uh, I imagine that they will jump up in, in our minds and in your model, too, if they can find a way to win against some of these better teams. It depends. Every, every, I can't. It depends how they look. Well, right? I mean, how shoot, we'll just it, see. How other teams look. Because, again, like, it, it depends. If, if a, a team behind them right now, a half point, looks amazing and they jump ahead of Denver. I mean, so it, it, I mean, we, we played, we played the three, three of possibly some of the worst teams in the league. So we'll see what happens after they play Baltimore. Um, and again, obviously things are likely to change at that point. Uh, but we're in a really good spot. So, all right. Hey, uh, just want to, uh, just want to reround to, uh, before we keep going off the Broncos. So last week we had a, uh, a draft, a, a draft that we started implementing. It was we went around in a circle, and we each picked a wide receiver or a receiver, I should say, for the Broncos who would have the most receptions. Okay, so uh, the way it worked was uh, Jared let me go first. I picked Cortland Sutton would have the most receptions. Uh, then it went to no Jared. Jared picked next. There, yeah. yeah. Then yeah. it went to Jared, and Jared picked Noah Fant, and then Tyler. Answering with Nick's voice, of course. <laughs> wonderful voice. Yeah. Did wonderful you like that, by the <laughs> way? Yeah, that was good. The yes, that maybe. Was good. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. So, so with Nick's voice, uh, they went and picked Tim Patrick. So, got I mean, the results. The results answer. are in. It was a tie with five receptions between Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick. Okay, but tiebreaker is clearly yards. I mean, no, no, no. It's effort. Who who had the more effort eh, in regard? It, it has to be yards. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Tim Patrick had almost 100 yards, 
How many yards did uh, Coral Sutton have? Yeah, like 36. Like 36. Yeah, 40. Nick is the winner of week one. Uh, Nick has you know, to be. Now, I mean, if we had specified, uh, you know, tiebreaker type thing, I mean, hey, I think the tiebreaker goes to uh, the favorite. Okay. I will. I will. We did not <laughs> specify If you have two first names, you win. We did not specify tiebreaker. Mm. Is it more diplomatic to say that you each get a win? And Jared now potentially has to come back to a show where he's down one to one to zero. Anything where I'm up on Jared, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you're right, Connor. We, there was no specification. And look, yeah. Jared, almighty Jared, you, you are the captain now today. You are the captain uh, now. Yeah. Almighty Jared may have something to say about this, but guess what? Dad's gone. Oh, exactly. okay? And I don't have the tricky buttons like you did last week to say, <laughs> to say yes, yeah. maybe. I was going to do that for Jerry, but apparently mm. Woo's Media Productions didn't f- feel the need to do that like they did Nick. Yeah, but, uh, half of, some of Woo's Media was hanging out with Keith. Yeah. Uh, his first degree burns. <laughs> I, think, I think since we're going to do this specified. multiple times, the best way to do this just moving forward mm-hmm. would probably be to count one and one so that we each have a technical win. Well, that's what I think. There should be no tiebreakers. If the stat is receptions, don't right. muddy it up. Right, just right, do right. receptions. So if it's 5-5, five, five, so we're going to do that. Boom, we're both We're going to get win. back. We're going to take one week break on this weekly draft thing. As soon as Jared gets back next week and I move out of this captain seat, we're going to go, we're going to do it again. We're going to do something different. So. Perfect. We'll keep that going, um, but I want to get to. I am the captain now. Uh, yes, <laughs> that is me. I'm going to keep a straight ship today, boys. I, I thought know. Connor was going to come in and be changing rules, be directing us around. I know. You know, I, know. I didn't. Know I what expected to expect. literally an entire show hey. of stats. Hey. <laughs> All I know is we're going to be on time for once. Just okay? one, just, just over and over. <laughs> stat of the week. Stat of the week. Stat of the week. Just like every five minutes. <laughs> yes, there could, there could be too many stats. Uh, uh, anyway, so jumping back into the Broncos, there is something unfortunate happened the the injury bug has once again bitten these denver broncos at a position they are already weak in kj hamler unfortunately tore an acl and is expected to be out for the season dude I, I i honestly am not as worried about the receivers as i am the couple injuries on the line yep well that, that's as well too and, and do we do we have an update on on graham glasgow or dalton reisner uh let me pull it up right now okay so with kj hamler goes down the Broncos have actually signed uh, David Moore off of the Raiders practice squad. He was a he's a fifth year receiver. He was a former Seahawk. He has some speed to him. So the Broncos did go out and immediately, you know, pretty much immediately signed David Moore. I think it's a pretty good signing. He gives him the speed. We'll see if he's going to be active this week. I kind of tend to think not. A wide receiver just jumping into the middle of the season usually takes you know a couple weeks to get acclimated. Uh, so for now, I think. Probably in that slot, we're going to see a lot of Deontay Spencer is, is what I would guess. Maybe maybe you bring okay. uh, Hinton in there, but probably Deontay Spencer, I, I would imagine. So I have some up, uh, some updates for you here. Um, looks like uh, Glass now is going to be out uh, for this upcoming game. He's set to get an, an MRI next week. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's Gla- out. Oh, man. Yeah, Gl- Glasgow's out. Uh, uh, so Dal- Dalton Reisner, uh, questionable uh, going forward. So okay. that one's at least based on this outlet... Uh, that was uh, CBS Sports, and they usually have pretty good connections. Now, uh, I'd be curious. I would really be curious to see where Pro Football Focus rated Natani Moody and and uh, Quinn Miners. Okay, uh, last game. If you if you have that up, but when I was watching, I mean, I'll tell you, they're definitely not improvements. So I agree with your assessment there. That's a that is an so issue. Are, are we looking guards here? What are we? Where yeah, are we they're going? both guards. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, and I don't know what they would do. It's not a full game, but what I did see from Quinn Miners is he is nowhere near as athletic as Dalton Reisner. Dalton Reisner is a way better athlete. So, uh, I mean, here, I'm sorry to interrupt you again, yeah, no, but there's blocking grades, pass, run, or offensive line pass blocking efficiency. Do we want efficiency or overall pass Let's blocking? Let's do efficiency. Let's go efficiency. That sounds nice. Okay. Sounds nice. That's the, the Jokic stat. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to keep it real. So, I, I do think... I do think what I did see from Quinn Miners was he was not as athletic as Dalton Reisner, but I did see a couple plays where he was absolutely mauling his guy just backwards four or five yards, you right. know? So he did have that strength and power, but he's just a whole different player than Dalton Reisner is. All right, so who am I looking up here? Let's, look up, up. let's look up Quinn Miners. Okay. 
M E I N E R Z, I believe. Mute that so we get no more. All right. Well, what that sound meant for everyone out there is he's not in the top 50. (laughs) And we have to keep going down. Uh, Just actual minors. Yeah, I don't think the wide receiver injuries. I mean, again, you know, KJ, that's that's horrible. But Lions got to stay healthy in order, you know, I mean, that's just obvious. So it's rough um, and you hate to see it. But I mean, KJ Hamler, we'll we'll see what happens with these guards. But KJ Hamler is obviously out for the whole year. You already have Jerry Judy out for another five weeks or so, at least. Uh, is it's not good either way. Broncos appear to be getting hit once again by the injury bug, and yeah, it is a little bit concerning. But my question for you is: Do you think the Broncos need to go out and look for help outside this team on any of those positions, whether it be a guard uh, okay. or a wide receiver? So that was my point. And just to bring this up, the rankings before I get into that, mm-hmm. Quinn Miners is rated uh, the sixty third best guard. Now, is that year to date, or is that after? Or is that just last week? That is year to date. So, but he, does he get downgraded because he didn't play for two games? Well, is I mean, that te- how that'll work? No, this is just based on the one game. So this this throws him into the same thing. If he got graded a 55 in one game and someone else has an average 55, okay. they're the same right okay. now. Okay, all right. So Fair that's enough. based on his one appearance is, is that. Okay, but my answer to your question is it's a lot more complicated to bring in these linemen. If you if yep. you get a good line yep. and they get injured, that's season ending. That's why I'm not so sure about the future of the Broncos because Teddy may, may be running for his life when he's dropping back. This is not good. The Broncos have two injuries. This in the sports betting world is known as a cluster injury when you have multiple stacked up injuries at one position, and that's really where you can get hurt. Receiver, look, I'm not a big believer in in elite. In, in paying receivers, in getting a guy like Odell or any, any of these, you know, Devon, maybe Devontae Adams is a different story, but there's a couple out there. My point is, this is re- replaceable. There are so many receivers on practice squads out there walking around on the freaking street right now who could come into the league and immediately produce. So receiver, I'm not worried at all. As a matter of fact, in some bizarre way, I mean, I don't think the Broncos could get an upgrade, but potentially we could not see a drop-off if they... Happen to make a tr- well. Let's not talk about trades because that's not not the discussion. But if they go and get someone off a practice squad or some bizarre free well, agent, how often have we seen receivers pop up on all these different teams, specifically the Patriots, who don't pay anybody, and they produce? So it's not to me about the receiver. It's about can you run routes? Do you know the offense? Do you have a good quarterback? Well, I mean, ultimately, too. I mean, it, the onus just falls more in regards to Noah Fant. Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton. I mean, it's obvious who they're going to throw to. And they're capable of taking yeah, on that It's, extra it's obviously load. the line that's going to be more important. How healthy is Teddy Bridgewater? How healthy are the linebackers? I mean, that's, you know, again, wide receivers are a dime a dozen. But. Yeah, no doubt. And I think that David Moore signing was, to your point, Tyler, it was they're, they're signing a similar type of receiver. They're signing somebody who can take the top off the defense. He has elite level speed. David Moore does. Right. Uh, he's kind of bounced around, hasn't had the best career yet, hasn't reached his potential, but... You know, I, I get I get your point. To your point, I think KJ Hamler will be more replaceable in this offense than if our guards happen to go down for any extended period of time. Right. So, uh, I guess you know we got to just you know hope for the best with the guards. I mean, if it's if it's makes you feel any better, Graham Glasgow was graded the fifty third best guard. And for everyone out there listening to to understand what that means, there's two guards for every team, right? So the starting guards in the NFL, there's sixty four. So for Graham Glasgow to be 53 of 64, that's not a great rating. No, it's it's not. And now Moody would have been replacing Glasgow, okay. whereas Miners was replacing Dalton Reisner. Okay. And I do think Moody looks a little bit uh, more ready. He's more polished. He he seems like his game is more ready. He can he can move laterally pretty well. He's a good athlete. The Bronco uh, Dalton Reisner is rated 64th. Okay, so I mean that is dead. Ed. He's the last rated guard of any starting guard. But let's put it this way: behind Dalton Reisner is the is the first backup, the best backup in the league. Right. You know what that means? Nowhere to go but up. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yes. No, but I mean, I, look. If anything, I, I didn't know this until just now. I haven't done a super deep dive on the Broncos guards. This is interesting to me because the Broncos have looked really good with apparently subpar guard play. So replacing them, maybe not as big a deal as I thought 
two minutes ago. Yeah, well, we'll you know? see. It'll, it'll be different because the but line obviously works together. Right. It's they're gonna it's gonna change how they play call. Right. If you don't have a guard a guard who is able to move laterally as as well, you're gonna call a lot more inside runs. You're you're gonna call different types of pass protections. Right. So it kind of affects everybody on the line. We're just gonna have to kind of wait and see how that plays out. Um, so yeah, I mean, hey, hey, not great news, but uh, let's just keep cr- cranking, cranking through this, and and let's hope for the best when it comes to the linemen, and hopefully KJ Hamler can get back next year. Yeah. Um, do want to get to uh, next thing we got here? There is an NFL record. Oh, an NFL record. 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 Oh wow. That had been previously held by a Denver Bronco, and before him. Another Denver Bronco. Do you think the kids know what records are these days? Old school records. <laughs> now with seventeen, now with an extra game in the season. Hey, is it on yeah. Twitter? Because they, uh, they probably would. Yeah, right. probably so get it. wait, so two Broncos have previously held this record? Correct. Yep. Oh wow! And and it was shattered on Sunday. Can we get the years? To take of a each, guess. Can we get the years of each previous Bronco holding the record? Mm. I mean, it's okay if you don't have it. You don't have to. I, I mean, I feel like one of them was. Yeah, you can guess. Put it out there. Uh, one of them was in the. You could say mid- old school. One of them was like in the in the mid two thousands, and one of them was earlier than that. Is this an individual stat? It's an individual stat. Is it offensive or defensive? I can I can already tell you what it is. Uh, hang on, let hit me if you know. Let's let Tyler guess. Real Do you quick. know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Nick. Let's see if you get it right. Justin, the opera singer. Tucker. Uh, oh, long field goal. Justin Tucker. How did I not know that? Stepped up. What an idiot. Uh, with, his, with his iron leg singing <laughs> opera the entire <laughs> and, time. As- and <laughs> clubbed a 66-yard field goal. God, and, and wasn't it majestic? Off the crossbar. Oh, it was. That was something, a right? A big bouncer. A big bounce off the crossbar. Bounced through to win the game. Now, this is not just the record I for a game. I had the uh, Lions plus eight and a half. So, yeah, classic, uh, there you go. <laughs> so, th- so, this is not a, the, the record, okay, was longest field goal in, in a game. And not the longest game winner, although he broke that record, obviously, too. But the longest field goal in a game was Matt Prater with a 64-yard field goal. And before that, it was Elam, wasn't it? Before that, it was Elam oh, with yeah, a 62-yard field goal, I 63. believe. 63. 63, I think okay. I want to say 63. No, that's right. Man. Uh, so, Matt Prater held it with a 64-yard, and now... Justin Tucker and his legs of God came in. Didn't Matt Prater it through? Wasn't Matt Prater the kicker that also gave up the 109 yard uh, <laughs> kick return so. earlier oh, this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> Matt go. Prater. So. I loved how. Uh, who's the guy on ESPN? Matt Prater. Oh, uh, Berman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Berman. <laughs> you, Matt Prater. You got that from that impression? <laughs> that was pretty, yeah, that was good. <laughs> Three huh? minutes quick as we can go. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to relay it to you. All right, yeah. fair enough. Last Broncos thing before we move on to Nuggets. The Broncos made a waiver claim today. Oh, wow. They have selected uh, Brett Rippon to be on the 53-man roster. Wow. Oh, welcome a aboard, third. Brett. <laughs> Come on, Brett. Third quarterback. No, but so here's why this is interesting to me, okay? So there's two things that go into play. Somehow this comes all the way back to Locke. I can just feel it. It it does. <laughs> Connor drawing circles. I love no, it. No, okay. So so this most... Is, this okay. is like Inception, but for the Broncos. All right. So, so most NFL teams do not keep three quarterbacks on their roster. It's, 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 a, it's a waste of space. You almost certainly do not... You have three, but you have your third on the practice squad. You don't need to suit up or even have on your 53 It's like keeping a bunch of empty boxes in the garage that aren't c- collapsed. Right, because you can use... I mean, the Broncos could have used space that place. It's like people that have moving boxes that they save for when they move when you could just rent plastic Well, but boxes. hold on, Soaps. <laughs> Some box saving's okay, but you got to collapse the boxes. Mm. What I'm talking about is, let's say you had the boxes like 3D in the garage, oh, yeah. and you can't fit anything in that part of the garage because there's empty boxes. Same thing as the third quarterback on the roster. Okay. It's the same <laughs> like idea. That. When you say it like that, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. All right. All right. So so most quarterbacks do not, or most teams do not keep three quarterbacks. Okay. The Broncos just had a linebacker, and I'm spacing on his name, go on the IL uh, for three weeks, just like a short-term IL. That's a special teams player. They elected to get Brett Rippon on the team instead of another special teams player. Now, the word on the street is that the Houston Texans were about to claim Brett Rippon. And, and the way it works, okay, in the NFL, is if another team claims a guy off your practice squad, you have the opportunity to select him instead and put him on your 53. So it's a protection for the player. Okay. If some other team says, hey, we're going to sign you to our 53, the only way that can be prevented is if the team that has him on their practice squad steps in and says, no, we're going to put him on our 53. So... 
Broncos did that. The Houston Texans trying to rip him away. And and this is an unconfirmed report about the Houston Texans. But um, Troy Rank said it was an AFC team and, and someone else said it was a Houston Texans. So either way, someone's trying to pick him up. And the Broncos said, no, we want this guy. We're going to put him on here. Now, I'm going to put on my Jared All conspiracy hat here for a second, okay? My tinfoil. Conspir- con- a little conspiracy hat right now? Yeah, yeah a little conspiracy hat. And I'm going to say, thank you. There it is. Whew comes in hot does this mean that the broncos in the near future are going to be looking to trade drew lock oh my god hopefully oh my god hopefully get his all right give me that seventh give me that seventh round pick let's go i don't uh, get the seventh i will give him a philly cheesesteak with drew see i think you might send him along his way i think you might be able to get like a fifth can we pull pull, can we pull like a nolan and and pay somebody cash to take him yes (laughs) (laughs) i would love it so just get him out I, i look at this and say hey they're not going to want to just it's like keep living with an ex-girlfriend. That's what it's oh, like yeah. with Drew Locke in the locker room. And you guys are like still kind of friends, but she's kind of weird. No, so, oh. no, so the Broncos have she three options. She eats all your food. Okay. What are the options? The Broncos yeah, sorry, have sorry. three options. <laughs> three options here, okay? One option is they keep three quarterbacks on their 53 the entire year, which is unlikely nope. to happen. Nope, okay. not with all the injuries. So, so second option is they end up sending Brett Rippon down again. And you can do this twice. You can do Let's this. Send as, Drew down. Well, mm. ah, you know, all right. <laughs> hey, get claimed quicker than way quicker than Brett. Quicker Rippen. than. Uh, well, I'm gonna. A- anyway, let's so, just leave that. No, no let's no. just leave that. So there. you can let's send. Him, some, yeah, you can send him down again, right? But that uses one of your two times you can do this without him having to pass waivers. Okay, so he wouldn't have to clear waivers. The Broncos could send him down again and then claim him, do the same thing. But they could. But then that would be the last time they could do it. Okay. Right. So then the third option is they get rid of one of these three quarterbacks via oh trade. Yeah, so true. I am just saying, I think there is a semi-legitimate shot that they will be looking to move Drew Locke by the end of the year. There's my hot take. Hot take on a Tuesday here. Is that hot? I don't know if we'd call that I hot. mean, I don't know if that's hot. I, I want Drew out of here lukewarm. fast. I think Teddy has hey, done more you know than enough to right. keep his seat I, icy cool. Absolutely. No, no doubt about it. And I absolutely am a believer in, in what Nick just said. Although... I think, Tyler, you are shortchanging the fact that Drew Locke right now to this team this year is a pretty valuable backup. If he had to go in for like two games because Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, tell me a better backup that you could seriously pick up right now. That would be a better situation for the Broncos in this situation right now. I, I, I think he's a pretty valuable Things backup. I've never yeah. thought about You're for not 600. paying him a lot of money. You're not. <laughs> uh, so, you know what? Hey, You're I, right. You're right, though. I'll give that to you. You're right. If Teddy goes down, he's gotten hurt before. Drew Lock wouldn't be a bad backup, and he would have that Drew Lock mentality to where he would want to prove. He'd the really want to get in there and try and do it. So. Oh my god! Can you imagine the dance moves we'd see after his first <laughs> touchdown? All oh right. my god! Yeah, no, it, uh, I know you are not a fan. I hey, <laughs> I am uh, all aboard the Teddy train. He's but, never so. going to be a, a franchise quarterback ever. My advice to Drew Lock: open up. Uh, Applebee's. I heard they're franchising in Denver. Really, really yes. good happy hour. Oh my gosh, you're telling me so. Chili's and Applebee's. I are love out of your mind. Yes. So, Drew, you'd be a great <laughs> Applebee's manager. I know you'd show up early, leave late. There wouldn't be a customer who didn't love. But you got to your restaurant, Tyler. I love no, Applebee's. No, no, no. You know, the I want Drew to succeed. The manager right? comes around every 15 minutes. Drew comes every 10. You know where I love. You know where I love the most. You know where I love my 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 steak. Oh, Outback Steakhouse. Thank oh, you, Nick. Yeah. If if Drew Locke opened up an Outback Steakhouse close to my house, I would go out of my way to say, Drew, thank you for opening this up. I thought you were a terrible quarterback, but I hope this is the best Outback in the history of in, Outbacks. In addition, you know I will what? write I a Yelp would be. and a <laughs> Yahoo review. Ooh, Two Excuse reviews. Excuse me, I'm a Yelper? <laughs> Two review. All right. Well, hey, we'll keep an eye on that. It is three quarterbacks, so it's an, it just that, that's what's interesting to me is we did pick up a third quarterback onto yeah. this 53-man roster. Hey, can I tell a joke? A little interesting. If you want to get the Buddha Chur ready, we right? Got the, uh, All right. Hey, one Her- joke, Herman and, and then we're moving to Nuggets. Okay, okay. We got Herman this, and Berman. This is not Herman and Berman. This is quick. Right. I'm just going to say, God, like to make the locksmith who made Drew lock. Oh, cricket. <laughs> I'm not, it's not even worthy of crickets. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it there. It's not even worthy of. Okay, I, there, there, there's a joke right. in there somewhere. It, it, With a locksmith I not being good at his job, a lock sucking you, you, quarterback. You blew it. No, yeah, we I prefer the, blew the awkward air. How about the awkward this? Air time. A moth walks into a podiatrist. You guys know this one? No, I've never heard of this. We'll condense this one greatly. Moth walks into a podiatrist, says, "Hey, doc, I'm, it's been rough lately. You know, I'm going through a through a tough spot in my life and." 
you know, everything with the kids and family. It's, gosh, it's been a weight on my shoulders lately. I don't know if I can do it, Doc. And Podiatrist just looks at the moth and says, sounds like you got it rough. I understand you're going through stuff, but why did you come here? Why didn't you go see a psychiatrist? He goes, moth looks at the doctor and says, because your light was on. Wow. I like that <laughs> all one. Right. That all one's right. Good. All right. Hey, and that one's not worthy without of Without further ado, without further ado, <laughs> let's <laughs> jump in. The Denver Nuggets oh, wow. have, go, have made let's a go. commitment and extended Michael Porter Jr., myself you know, proclaimed Bay on this show that mm-hmm. I that I love. Hey. MP Bay, MP yeah. Bay. There you go. <laughs> I love it. The the Nuggets have extended has have signed MPJ to a five year two uh, extension worth up to two hundred seven million dollars. Now that he's making like forty a year, right? Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a max deal, but it's dependent on him making one of the three All NBA teams this year. And if and if he doesn't, then the deal is one hundred and seventy two. Tough. I know. Either way, wow. either way, huge uh, so here, deal. So I, I have pulled up the oh. ten highest NFL players. Do you want to know yes. what the what the give us the top two? Top two: Patrick Mahomes, forty five million a year. Oh. Josh Allen, number two, forty three million a year. What's MPJ making? Forty million. It's a year? like forty one point ra- five or something. Woo! Basketball money. It's if you have if stuff. you have a son these days and he's going, you know, do I play basketball? Do I play football? Yeah, there you go. Neither, yeah. son. You pick up golf. <laughs> <Neither> <laughs> <son>. <laughs> okay. Well, that's probably the answer so, there, Nick. So the Nuggets now become the fourth NBA wow. team, the fourth NBA team to have three players on a max deal. The other three are the Los Angeles Lakers, the Brooklyn Nets, and the uh, the Warriors. I mean, that's good and company to be in. So, hey. The question is, can what they produce? This, what this tells me is that, and what it tells everybody, what it tells the country is that the Denver Nuggets and Tim Connolly, Stan Kroenke and, and company, they are going for it. They think this is their chance. This is how we can win a championship. And they are spending the dough to bring it. Well, well and so just just for some context, the limit to go over the luxury tax is $143 million. When you go over that, you pay it to multiplier. I believe it's $1.25. I don't think that's exactly correct. They're $20 million this year over the limit with the multiplier they're going to have to pay $43.8 million in luxury tax, now, and they don't even have a full squad. They have 10 players on the roster. Now, right is, now. is that including like front-loaded, back-loaded? Like, are you just doing the average of like every... I believe that's on the year okay. that they have to pay. I think that's how much this year in luxury tax they have to pay. Really? Just so to they are dipping into the luxury tax hard, this year? Okay. Hard. Okay, see, because I wasn't sure if they, were, if they were back-loading some contracts so that they were going to dip into the luxury tax in a couple years type of thing. Or if it was starting this year, so I believe there. And again, with the multiplier, it, it makes it really, really expensive to do what the Lakers do, uh, what the Nuggets do. And, and, and again, Stan Kroenke's a super rich guy, but uh, it's just it's awesome to see the Nuggets do that. You know what I mean? Kind of go for it, three, four year window. Well, but again, go. they're going for it in terms of money. My question is, can it translate in terms of wins? Because you look at other teams who are spending similar max contract type of money, like the Nets, like the Lakers. And we're talking about Kevin Durant and LeBron James and Anthony Dur- and ads and and, and Kyrie Irving so, and I mean even though Kyrie has his question marks right now it's like look I love the Nugs more than anybody else but but uh, can they live up to that game in game out now now let me th- you you mentioned some of these other players I just want to mention that here is the list of two hundred million dollar contracts in the NBA okay let me guess let me guess how many there's ten. hang on there's one. There's nine, including MPJ. Ooh. Okay. Care to guess who? Uh, I know Steph Curry, LeBron James, uh, Kevin Durant. I would uh, immediately argue. Durant's not on there. Uh, is AD on there? Nope. Ooh. Um, uh, Harden's on there for sure. Harden. Damian Lillard. Yeah. Uh, Damian Lillard. Uh, Damian Lillard is not on there. Uh, give, just name him. All right. Here we go. Ready? So we got Giannis. Uh, Giannis. Steph did it twice. He has yep. two $200 million contracts. Uh, Harden. Carl Anthony Towns? No. No. <laughs> no. Um, he did get paid. Is he though. not he got, in his next he did contract? Get paid. Oh, he did. I think, I think he's in his contract. Yet. It's just not up there. And I think at the time it was big. I think it was like 120, 130. Oh, okay. Right. So so we got Giannis. Steph did it twice. James Harden. Russell Westbrook. James. Gobert. Yep. Gobert. And uh, Trey Young. Luka Doncic, uh, and now Luka. MPJ. Trey, Luka. Now, Dude, I love Luka, but he's so tough to play with on 2K. 
<laughs> I will say that. <laughs> well, here, here's what's interesting about... So Trey Young and Luka, and now MPJ, are the only three NBA players in history to get offered a, a stipulation-filled preemptive Supermax. The only mm. three contracts like that where they said, hey, we're going to sign the, a Supermax to you, but... You have to qualify for it by mean? making I mean, the, the All-NBA teams. The Nuggets may be doing what they can do to sign these guys and lock them up. I don't know. You know, I guess my opinion um, is that they're, you know, obviously we're, we're betting big on MPJ. Huge. De- yeah, huge. I mean, it, kind of putting it all out there. But he can't he, he can't possibly be any worse at defense, right? And to make the All-NBA, there's got to be some is sort of – Is that a challenge? Def- <laughs> defensive efficiency. Carmelo Anthony uh, says, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the Gordon signing, obviously what they're trying to do is take some pressure off Jokic on the defensive end. Right, give him a little bit of time so he doesn't have to play forty minutes a game. Um, and so I, I don't know. I just you really look at this roster and it's like a it's a basketball team. It's it's a team more so than the Nets where it's just get buckets and get scored on. So um, I'm excited. Um, you know, and and like I said, I'm real. I'm really excited for the rookies that are coming out. Um, it gives Murray some time to come back. Uh, it, it'll be really exciting. And you know, naturally. The Nuggets tend to start off a little slow, um, but it'll it'll be really interesting to see how MPJ does this year because he's but, obviously the the guy. Okay, I'm going to ask you as a question. Then the experts here, uh, right now, Lakers, Portland. I mean, who else do you put up there? I think. My, go ahead. Sorry. Jazz, maybe. No, no, it's okay. I uh, think Golden State could be. My my, yeah, like my pick my pick um since I, I don't know what six weeks ago has been Golden State I think okay. Golden State for sure makes the finals if not the and United you were the first on that I can't wait to play that back for all these outlets who are on Golden State after they start ten and three you know and they and they're just going off it's like oh, Nick said that two months ago. oh and Clay that. Clay looks good it's crazy oh, Clay is going back and Wiseman but is going to be so good my this question year. is just right now honestly honestly please be honest where do you guys see the Nuggets finishing just right now, and we're playing this back. It is September 28th, 2000, uh, 2021, right now. How'd you miss the year? You got the like date perfectly, and then you... Yeah, oh, we're sorry. actually, since we're going to play this back, let <laughs> me, let, let me hit my cue, zone. since we're going to play this in a couple months. It is September 28th, 2021, and we are about to predict the no, Nuggets... The it. way to other predictions, where the Nuggets end up, and Connor and Nick are predicting. Unfortunately, Jared out of town today. He's in Cancun. Is it Cancun or Cabo? I don't even know. Where is he? I just call it. Mexico. I just know Mexico. Somewhere <laughs> Mexico starts with a C. I just I didn't hear any ties. more specific than that. Seriously, I, I did have a Mai Tai for the first time oh, my this tie. last week. Oh, okay. oh yeah, they're on point. Right, right, on, on point. point. Okay. All right, now they're here. To All right, there. so either way, where do you guys think the Nuggets finish this season? Connor, I'm gonna say. I'm a little. Hey, I wear the the goggles. Nuggets goggles on a little bit. I got the the Kool Aid drinking. I'm gonna go and say because Jamal Murray's out, I'm gonna downgrade them big time. And I th- I'm gonna go third. I'm gonna say third. I think they're gonna finish great. You think third is a big downgrade? Because yeah, I well, I where think- did you have them first? <laughs> Winning the championship. Like clearly, if <laughs> so, 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 I mean, I, if it's a big downgrade, it's not no, second, right? I was expecting right, second. So, so, so I think third, fourth is where the Nuggets will end up. And I think if they had Jamal, they'd be contending for the number one seed. I, I really know, do. Put this I on truly you, believe that. Okay, okay, okay. So, so I'm gonna put. I'm gonna guess third. Although my 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 logical half of my brain wants to say fourth, but I'm officially saying third. I'm gonna guess third in the West. Nick, I mean, I think that's a pretty safe bet. I mean, I don't think they've been any worse than six since they started this run. But I'd probably say I'd probably say they're fighting for the Jazz for the third or fourth seed. I think that's pretty safe. I don't think that's anything to do. You think? To do you think? About. Do you think Jared has service in Mexico? Should we text him? I'm calling him. <laughs> oh goodness! All right. So while we're at it, I do have a yeah. Uh, that, that's me. That's I'm calling him right now. All right. Let's see if I can get his pick here. Nope. No, we can't be bothered. That totally yeah. sounded Bother like Jared he doesn't. Mexico. That's eight Mai Tais deep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Plus, did you hear that sound? That sounded weird. I never <laughs> yeah. heard that before. Uh, can I pick for Jared? Yeah, pick for Jared. Yeah, go ahead. And then I pick, pick for, for Nick yourself. last week, and he won. <laughs> I can't pick for me. I'm not. This isn't my show. I'm intruding today. I'm literally an intruder yeah. on your show today. You are. Um, Trespasser. Jared is going to go six seed. Ooh. I could Negative see that. Nancy. I could definitely. Whoa. See that. I could definitely see that too. I mean, I could see that. That's reasonable. Yeah. Six seed. <laughs> there we go. Seven seed. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Eighth seed. Yeah, I that mean, could happen. Yeah, I could that could that. happen. Number one seed. Yeah, that could happen. Big key for the Nuggets. <laughs> Out of the playoffs. <laughs> relegated to the ABA. All right. All right. Hey, I do want to play a quote. A quote from uh, 
This is this is via Katie Wingy from Altitude Sports interviewing okay. Michael Porter after practice, okay. talking a little bit about his contract. And this is a, a quote from MPJ. They didn't pay us, meaning Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, and himself, all this money to not win a championship. So clearly he's uh, he's on board thinking that this is, hey, they didn't pay us this money to not win a championship. We're gonna we're going for a championship and we're all excited to be together for for the long haul. Mm-hmm. So Hey, man, you take that for what you want. Obviously, you would hope that a player... But what I love, one of the things I love about MPJ, other than his absolute historic shooting that we saw last season... What about his poorest defense? <laughs> that's true. What about the fact hey. that he really makes you want a PB&J? <laughs> nah, so, MP Bay. <laughs> okay, so what, one of the things I like about him and Jamal, for that matter, right, is you get Jokic, they ask him about a championship. Like, oh, you know, you know, we're going to do what we do. We're going to try our very best, whatever. And, and then you get to... And, and that's great. I mean, I love his demeanor because he kind of brings the whole team onto this even keel, calm demeanor. But then you get the guys like Jamal Murray and MPJ who are just like, we're going to win a championship. We're out there. You know, Will Barton's a little that way too. He's kind of a little bit of a smack talker. He's very, you know, confident, very confident, borderline cocky at times. And I think it's a good mix of personalities. Uh, Aaron Gordon is another one of those that's kind of a little more mellow and even keel when it comes to that type of mentality. Here's the reality of, of the situation. MPJ is 23. Jamal Murray is 24. Jokic is 26. Aaron Gordon is 26. Young fast energy it's going to be an awesome season they're, they're going to lock it together for the next you know at least three years and uh this you know they'll have Jokic on the uh supermax coming up next so right yeah it's going to be it's going to be expensive it's going to be fun do you guys want to know the current nba power rankings according to odd shark i believe I, I think the so nuggets are the ranked, and this is both conferences correct this is the total nba this is i again, believe not mine I this believe, is oddshark.com. i believe the nuggets are ranked Eighth or ninth is what I think it is. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess seventh. Eleventh. Ooh, isn't that low? That's disrespect. Bums. That's disrespectful. They have Utah number one. Odd. That's just odd. Shark though. They're trash. Yeah, trash. yeah. I do think. Uh, I do think a lot of people are counting the Nuggets to be significantly worse without Jamal Murray. And, and they might not be wrong. Okay, they might not be wrong. I see what this team did behind the game of the MVP Nikola Jokic last year when Murray went out and I see that they can still win games in the regular season I I don't think they have much of a chance to advance very far in the playoffs without Jamal Murray playing like bubble Murray getting really hot and just dropping dimes all game but I I do think they have the they have what it takes to win in the regular season because they have Nikola Jokic so I tend to think that some of the people that don't pay as much attention to Denver sports if that's a if that's a subjective type of power ranking I don't know if it is I tend to think that they downgrade the Nuggets a little bit more than is necessary because Jamal Murray is out but how long is he out for uh, he's going to be out most of the year I mean uh, I think so I think the earliest he could pretty much come back is around April I'm liking Jared's six seed more and more. Yeah, pretty much around April. So, I mean, hey, best case, best case scenario, they're going to get him back for a you know month and a half, two months before the playoffs. But it's also very possible that he's pretty much out until the last few weeks of the season even. I mean, that right. is definitely a possibility. So right. we'll just have to see. Uh, but yeah, I mean, hey, hopefully we've got big things. Definitely exciting. I think next week maybe... We might want to get into a little avalanche talk because they're about to pop up too. Absolutely, so. they open up tonight against the Av- <laughs> or against the uh, Golden Knights. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. A little preseason hockey. Love that. <laughs> yeah, preseason sure. hockey. It's good stuff. Uh, good job today, Connor. All right, everybody. Yeah, well done, Connor. Hey, thanks, Captain. My captain. He is the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. It was a pleasure being your captain today. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, for Tyler Walji, for Nick Sopris, this is Connor Holzkamp. We'll see you next week.